What's going on, everybody? I want to welcome you back to the Spring Legion podcast or slash vidcast. Now, uh, now that we've kind of incorporated this video format into the Spring Legion podcast, uh, it's usually available on the Spotify's and Apples and all that good stuff. Um, I don't know what episode this is that we're getting into, but I think we're kind of getting the hang of it. Um, I'm your host, Hunter Ferrier, with host Austin Seals here. Um, forgot to mention that. Yeah. But. How's how's everything going? We're, we're without Chase today because we've decided that it's dang near impossible to get all three of our schedules aligned. And um, some of these stories, you know, if we're going to hit twenty something like we planned on doing, I don't know if we're going to be able to get all of them on the same schedule. So uh, we'll have a couple with just me and Chase, a couple with just me and Seals, and a couple with just Seals and Chase probably. So try to get together all three of us as much as we can. Huh? Yeah, I mean, we make a, a very viable effort towards it, but. You can only do so much. There's only 24 hours in a day, and we're maxed out on all of them, it seems like. Oh, yeah. But, but yeah, so we are – some of these are pre-recorded, if y'all didn't know. We're, we're recording as uh, kind of in a bulk. The plan was to record as many of these um, stories from this past spring in a bulk and um, kind of go over some of the videos that we've uh, shared on YouTube the past season, which um, was uploaded. All of them that we uploaded during the spring was uploaded really on a – very serious whim. Most times it was just a clip that actually had the hunt in it and if battery and S D card permitted, we could we could have a whole hunt and we'd just upload it immediately, you know, as soon as we get back home or wherever we were at. And um some of that stuff needs some explanation yeah. because so that's why this podcast comes in handy because we can kinda of talk to the mentals and the the reasonings and the the reasons why we sat on this tree and the reasons why we should not have sat on that tree and um in hindsight why we would have sat on a different tree or wouldn't even been there in the first place so um i think that's the best way to learn a turkey was is through hindsight of past experiences and lessons learned the hard way and um you hunt a lot of turkeys you get a lot of those opportunities to learn from them and that's uh kind of all we're trying to do is talk about it and if folks are able to get a little bit of a upper hand the next time they're in the woods because of something we messed up or looked up and did right looked up yeah we uh i think well you know we did our job i guess so yeah. and if we don't do our job this is still fun and we're gonna do it anyway but yeah we're gonna dive into a couple hunts today we might be able to get two or three in there um seals seals gonna tell us a little bit about one he killed up in Vaughn, mississippi and then um during the 2023 turkey season i was still living in georgia so, um, and I got a, a one or two there that are that are worth telling. It's pretty pretty cool hunts, I think. Oh yeah, no, and I don't think we've hardly talked anything about this Vaughn. Well, I know mm-hmm. we haven't. I, um, and, and nobody was with me. Yeah, um, I know I called y'all right after and told you I killed a turkey. And uh, and the reason being is to preface the whole story. I um, I killed the turkey. I believe it was April the second. It was. And <clears throat> that was opening day of the. Second wave of turkey season. That's here. right. And I had been in a slump. I, um, you know, back where we talked about the the Delta turkey, mm-hmm. one that I was in line to shoot just because of the, how the previous year finished. It didn't work out. I had several more um, hunts in Mississippi. I know me and our buddy Jordan had been on one, and it just was on the verge. It didn't work out. I know me and you had gone back. Mm-hmm. and. It was always something. It had been. It, it was a slump, and it had been as many years I can remember that I had gone that long into a season. Yeah, and I was getting. I mean, you, Lake, all our buddies were messing with me. Like you, and you, about to have to go to the doctor. <laughs> so, because <clears throat> April, I mean, it's one of those things. Like nobody's going to sugarcoat it. We want to kill turkeys. I mean, yeah. that's, there's no getting around that. I mean. It, 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 I love seeing other folks kill turkeys, and I love being there, and, and then, you know, the turkey wins and you don't kill one. I love those ju- almost just as much kill one, but, I mean, I want to kill one. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I know what you mean. And, and it was, and I was part of several, several kills. I just hadn't actually right. pulled the trigger. So, I was, you know, I was getting itchy. I was getting aggravated, whatever. In April, and it's kind of like. I was like, 
April first is like I, yeah. you know, I get one. It's a beautiful morning. Like I, this today's the day, and it didn't happen. So April the second, it was a uh, man. It was raining. I'm talking about yeah. And I was, and I got up and like I'm going back to bed. Like I was in that. Like I'm not even gonna get up and go. Laid back down and um, like I'm going. So I I drove to Vaughn, which is about an hour drive. <clears throat> which is in what Madison County, Mississippi. Or is Yazoo, it, uh, Yazoo is County. It Yazoo? Yeah. Okay. It's right across the river from Madison right. County. So I got up there, and actually where I parked my truck, I sat there in my truck till probably 7.30 mm-hmm. or in, around there. It was well after daylight because it was raining so hard. And not to mention, this is a place we'd never hunted. This was my first time to go to this property. Mm-hmm. And I had looked on, on X and all that, and I, I'd seen it had a creek running kind of along the north boundary um and i found what hunter if y'all like if y'all y'all know what hunter calls an omega symbol right i'd found that you know something similar wasn't it was more of like i guess a horseshoe it didn't fully do like you did but it was my best and shot it goes like this comes back up that's right There's a hook in a creek or a bend or something right so once it stopped raining i eased in and i didn't want to push too far in because i didn't know what you know i didn't know much about the property so I eased in and I, you know, I slip in. I slipped in originally probably a hundred yards and I, I stopped and I hooted and I listened and um, nothing, couldn't hear anything. But also when you watch the video, you'll hear a constant hum. Yeah. And that is I-55 that you can hear the traffic going down. So you couldn't hear far. It had just stopped monsooning. So the woods, everything was wet, muffling sound. It was, you couldn't hear much. I, I, sit still for probably 10 minutes and ease up another 100 yards and and finally i was just sitting there and i looking through social media and i thought i heard something gobble like that's not really a gobble so i sat there again and it gobbled again and um so i, I had my mouth calling i called i yelped a couple of times started out soft because i couldn't tell how far they were with the traffic with the wet mm-hmm. you know the rain still falling off the trees it was just a lot of obstacles so I yelped a couple times. I think I probably yelped three or four times before he finally heard me. And he gobbled, and I could tell he was down in a bottom, which ended up being that creek bottom on the edge of that ditch. Mm-hmm. But I yelped, and he gobbled, and I thought he was getting closer, and I couldn't tell. So he started moving towards me, and finally I could tell he was kind of going to skirt around to the the right side of me. So I jumped up and eased around kind of to cut him off for yeah. say, but not, but not get in front of him, cut him. Like he was walking around the edge of the tree and I was here. So I just kind of paralleled him and eased up. Mm-hmm. And he was, when I sat down, I didn't call or anything. I sat down and I waited for him to gobble and he gobbled. And that's when I started calling to him. And, um, what he did was he would, he had walked on. And I looked at it after I killed him. He had walked that edge of that Creek around and was coming back into my right, and when I moved up and cut over, it just made him made his path to me straight. Yeah. So I, you know, I sat down and I called probably two or three times. He answered every time, and I just I stopped. And he gobbled two more times on his own, and that, you know, I did a couple of soft, short yelps, some clucking, and then <laughs> I remember trying to use my hand to ruffle leave, and I did it, and it. <laughs> Pulled my hand up and it was covered in mud. Right. It, it didn't work. I've done that and you feel like a you feel like an idiot. Mm-hmm. And um, so I did that. I, I like I said, I yep. After he gobbled on his own two more times, I yep once or twice, and he uh, I just stopped calling. And all of a sudden, I thought I heard something drumming. And again, when you watch the video, I couldn't. You know, I talked myself out. That's not really drumming. That's the interstate. I can't hear. I'm not gonna be able to hear good enough to get mm-hmm. the drum. And about that time, I looked up and I could see him coming to me strutting and i believe it was I believe it was five turkeys yeah was, i remember you telling me it was, it was multiple at least but i looked up and they were coming and um i couldn't see at first because they were kind of all over here i could just see their red head i could tell it was male turkeys so i had to let them get probably 30 yards and before i could see that they were gobblers or long beards and <clears throat> they eased up to me and that that's twice in one year it happened but all of a sudden they one of them, yeah. one of them jumped. I was like, "Whoa!" I mean, I know they didn't see me. I hadn't moved. And uh, about that time, 
two, the two of them to the left were kind of, you could look at it, they were kind of fighting. Mm-hmm. It jumped up, and that's what it was. And then I let them ease in. I picked out, you know, the one that was the in the end range, was had nothing between us. And I I shot him, and he fell. And that was a – went and got him. But that was a – it shows you that you can't kill him on the couch. Because mm-hmm. I, I got back in the bed and talked myself into going hunting just because – you know, you mm-hmm. wouldn't even, and I sat in the truck till well after daylight just because it was pouring out right. rain. And that turkey was, when I carried him out, I remember when I got back to the truck, I had to change clothes. He was yeah. so wet that from where I had him over my shoulder, my clothes were sopping wet. That's, um, and that's something I don't remember who I was talking to not long ago was talking about being there when the time gets right. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it, I will hunt in the rain. Most times when I'm hunting in the rain, I was out there before it started raining, and it started raining, and, and you know, if it's not going to be a monsoon and stuff like that, I mean, I'm not, Wait, you know, just dumb to the fact of, like, hey, you can go sit in the truck until it stops at least or find some shade or, I mean, a big tree or something and get under there. And I've stood in big culverts before and waited yeah. them out. But, but if if you're it, – it's a big difference in being there when the rain stops and – leaving your house and go hunting when the rain stops oh, yeah. you know what i mean being there and able to because they're i mean when i think of you know hunting in the rain hunting right after rain usually it's front and the pressure's up and you know it's conditions are getting far better right and then you throw in the fact that the rain has caused them their activity of breeding and stuff like that or i mean i guess eating but i kind of gear strategy towards breeding you know hens really um that's down and so they're kind of, you know, really kind of bundled up, ready to go. And and at the same time, like, they haven't been able to hear much. So they really don't know where other turkeys are. Right. Especially, I mean, you catch them in April. That's, no, that's not necessarily the early season in Mississippi. That's around the mid-season. But in, especially in the marches and stuff like that, the the 15th through the 20th or whatever, when they're still really grouped up, they don't they don't know where the hens are. And you happen to be the first one to kind of let them know, hey, everyone's over here. And they just trust you trust you well and that was my thing is i i'm when i left i was like i'm gonna lay down here and go back to sleep and i'm gonna probably i know me i'm gonna go hunting when it stops raining right that's what i told myself like i can just go ahead and get up there Mm -hmm. take a nap in the truck when it stops raining i'm there and luckily i did that because um you were able to slip around in that bottom real quiet and all that and when i heard one i mean i'm from the time i heard him gobble until i had him in my hands probably wasn't 15 minutes mm-hmm. and it was just like you said being there at the right time when they rain quits like pressure's up the front just moved through mm-hmm. it had, and i believe it had rained the whole day before all night so i mean they were yeah they were probably rare and yeah you catch them you know i love my favorite condition to hunt in is 48 degrees you know that yeah. 48 degrees with a barometric pressure 30.1 ish you know or higher, um, I mean, I've I've hunted a couple of times where I'm I really think the pressure's too high. I'm like I feel like I can hear turkeys for seven miles and I don't know what's going on if I even hearing them. And like you know that feeling like your head's kind of like you're in an airplane almost. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't and I, they, they don't act up. nearly as cooperative. They're they're just they're moving a lot. I feel like or else or else I'm just not able to hear as well. My ears are kind of funky at the time. Um, but yeah, the higher the better on the pressure, and then you know if it, if it rained the morning before, kind of kind of throw everything else out the window. Like I'm going to mm-hmm. hunt because I feel like they're just really you know held up, and, and that's what they're there to do. They they got to you know how we get that you know that anxious feeling like you were probably having. You know, it gets to April and I hadn't you know oh, pulled a trigger anxious. yet or hadn't you know thrown one over my shoulder, and you get to you know you get a little itchy feeling. And I now let me back up because. I don't, I don't know how the videos will be released, but I had killed two in Texas. I had oh, killed yeah. one in Mississippi, mm-hmm. and that's where, you know, Mississippi's where is my favorite. Oh, yeah. That's what was – But, what you know, when it gets to April, yeah. time's getting – you know, you're, you're through the trunk. The, I kind of, like, you got the march, and once that's over with, you know, you're like, all right, I got a month to hunt. And then it's like, you know, especially if you just hunt on the weekends, which we get to hunt a little more, but – when we were just hunting the weekends, you got four weekends. I got like four opportunities left when it hits April 1st. And I'm, I'm really, you know, itching by that point. But I feel like turkeys do the same, you know. If, they, if they're not able to breed for two days, you know, they're getting itchy too. They know yeah. this this is a, a season to them, you know. Um, so they're they're raring to go and, and they're cooperative and they're, 
pretty vocal. A lot of times I think they gobble a lot before you get there if you leave your house when it stops raining oh, yeah. instead of getting there and parking your truck and just waiting it out. And Well, well like you said, too, is by the time, you know, if you wait to leave your house when yeah. it stops raining, they not only are they probably have been more vocal, but they've gobbled up hens or they've found right. they found who where they're going to be and they're not as – yeah, gonna, you know, not gonna come to you. You set the bar because they are yeah. the first one they. And, that, and that's a good point to to build off of is because I think a lot of times if you do wait, there's a very very finite period right there after the rain that they are cooperative, but it's kind of a very steep slope after that because yeah. once they, I mean, you think about, it, I mean, turkeys want to get in the open in the rain or as soon as it starts raining or usually right after the rain to a dry off, b to you see because the the pitter patter you can't hear in the woods so that's their you know their mechanisms of survival instincts is to get where i can use, utilize my eyes more than my ears if i'm not able to hear same thing goes for windy you know stuff like that where the leaves are real loud they want to get to where they can see better but um and they want to group they want to get with other turkeys because that's i mean that's how they kind of get in the winter for you know the reason is higher chance of survival there's more 48 eyes looking around you know it's better off than four so once they find that group, you know, it's going to be hard to just make them curious enough to come walk into this kind of shadowy place where they can't hear anything away from all the safety. So um, to be in there, you know, in that, in that, you know, within an hour, I would say oh, yeah. 30 minutes is better than an hour. But if you can get there within an hour, get on one, your chances are, you know, substantially higher, I think, than they are an hour and a half or two hours after once they have found that group and stuff. Um and that's nothing. They use their eyes and they see the other group. You know, it's kind of going to be hard to call them off of it. Oh, yeah. But, <clears throat> but not, well, you, um, you, uh, you, I think you FaceTimed us because I was with Chase and hunting in Georgia and I just killed one in Georgia because that was the opening. Georgia has a, a private opener and a public opener a week apart. Yeah. Um, let's see. We were hunting on, I don't remember. You sure it was April 2nd and not after that? I that's think the turkey I'm about to talk about was killed on April 2nd. And the one. Well, that's what I was just telling you. I can't remember if it was April the 2nd. I'd have to look might back. Might have been the 8th. No, eight. it was the. Or else it was the day after, maybe. Maybe in the third. I, the one, the turkey that I was planning on talking about, I know for a fact killed on April 2nd because it was the opening day of the private That season, was the first turkey you killed. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Then it wasn't April 2nd. It was the second turkey you killed. Yeah, which had to have been after April 2nd. Yeah, you know, I'd have to look back at the days. It was the because I got back from Texas Sunday and I killed him Monday. Yeah, so I mean, it's probably the same within the week. Oh yeah, um, because I was just thinking about that because I was thinking about how to start, you know, kind of telling this story. It's like it was opening day of the private season, which is April second, and you called me. Yeah, I'd have to and look I was somewhere else. The different, you know, I'd have to look in the I don't in my journal for the exact date, but yeah, I, I remember walking out that, um, and obviously the first thing I was going to do is. Is yeah. call you when I got to the truck, but I had opened a Snapchat from Chase and saw y'all killed one. Mm-hmm. So I just, yeah, I just Facetimed Heck yeah. you and y'all. We were both, we were both standing over a turkey. Yeah, that's the first time we ever done that. I yeah. feel like not together. Um, you know, several hundred miles apart. I guess yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool. But um, but not we'll we'll get Chase here to talk about that one because he he saw a lot of the one that you mentioned of when you when you called me after. Um, he saw a lot that I couldn't see because he was behind me running the big camera or whatever. Mm-hmm. He just came up to visit and stuff. And um, But the one that – the first one I shot in Georgia this year was on the private land. Um, to back up, the, the one I killed second was also on private land, but it butted up to public land, so I didn't hunt there until the public land opened. So I guess that was the following weekend or the following Friday or something like that. I don't remember. Um, but the – the first one was on a, it's on a piece I was familiar with actually. I'd killed a, one on there the year before, and it's actually my wife's step granddad's family's or something. I don't remember. Got permission to hunt it. Yeah, good land, and um, not a lot of it though. It um, it's kind of it's definitely different than what we're used to around here. I don't know if ever would you buy it whenever you were yeah, up visiting and stuff. Um, but I think they we. Where were we at? This was, okay, so this was definitely the second because I was coming back from hunting with you in Mississippi when I saw the bird there. Because then this, this was within 10 minutes of my house in Georgia when I lived there. 
And, you know, I'd take orders to the post office and I'd make that loop and go check. Cause there's a big field out there. I don't know how many acres, but a big field that you would usually see them in. I don't know what they planted in. I never quite saw it. I'd see it right after they kind of would plant it and not know what's there. And then if I killed one, I don't want to kill two there right. with it being a small spot. Um, and, um, I never really hung around long enough to see whatever came up, but they planted every year. And then um, around January, I'll start kind of making them around and, you know, getting the getting the itch scratch and stuff like that, trying to see if one's out there and seeing what we're working with here and stuff like that. But the, the year before, a quick dip into it, there's a there's a mountain, say if I'm, I'm looking at the property, this big field I can't hunt. But there's a little buffer there that I can that's not necessarily planted. It's like I... I think I can hunt it. It's just I don't have official permission from the guy who farms it, right. if that makes sense. So I don't want to do that. I can hunt the, the grounds up to a creek and then, like, where the woods start, I can hunt. Then it goes to the 50 yards to 100 yards creek and then the woods and the mountain. I usually just try to stay on this side of the creek just to, you know, that's where the triggers would be. If they're in the field, I can see them. I can call them over and shoot them if I wanted to. But, um, more than anything, I just ride by and see if there's one there, period, to hunt, and then I can go in there and hunt it in the woods. Right. Um, I actually, it's going to probably be early, like early that, in the morning anyway. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I never really saw them fly down in the field or anything like that. But um, but I want to say, so this was my second season hunting there. And the year before, I know there was two there. I killed one of them, and it had – longest birds I've ever seen in my life and it was the coolest experience I've probably ever had with a turkey I would say because I was talking about that creek well I, I'd been on him at this is at like 11 o'clock this is the year before this is 2022 he was with some hens I worked in these woods kind of came up this mountain it's like a mountain it's a big hill pretty much to us it's a mountain though yeah but I uh, came down and got within shotgun range of that creek and then um I think he might up being across it, like on our, like on the wood side, and there was a it's like almost a hedgerow, which is kind of just really random right in there, you know, like really thick wall of just foliage, and I didn't I want it's kind of hard thinking back that long, but I didn't know he was there. I'd walked past him, I'd called there, he answered. He's with like seven hens, one turkey, seven hens, I mean one gobbler, seven hens. I think I stopped there and called, and I, he answered, but I thought they were nothing but courtesy guys. Didn't think anything of it. I don't, you know, chances aren't great. The hens didn't really, I mean, one might have looked up the first time, and then they didn't pay me no mind, so I'm thinking, all right, they're not that interested. I'm going to have to change it up and get somewhere else. Um, so I kind of go back up, the, or get on the other side of this big ridge or mountain or whatever and kind of work down and come back over. And lo and behold, they they had started working that way, so I had to undo everything and get back to where I was without calling. So that, you know they didn't know I did all this, but I did, and now I'm just really sweaty and tired and it's humid. It was right after a rain. Um, that's why I was no, I'm sorry, this was right after a rain, but I was kind of getting into the the 2023 hunt. Um, that was right after a rain, like in the rain a little bit, but. Now, to make long story short, I came back around and pretty much sat back on the same tree I called from, and they walked up to it like they were coming to that call. But before he got there, it was it was funny because that hedgerow was right there, and I'm telling you, when I'm, I'm I hadn't gotten to the tree yet, but I'm like within like one good jump of getting that tree, and I have to stop because I'm like, what is that? I, I couldn't, I didn't hear drumming, but I heard his wings on the ground. So I, I, once I got back up here, I could see that they were headed that direction. So I kind of just came back and came all the way down to go sit there. And then once I get down there, I can't really see nearly as much because of that big hedgerow I was talking about. I just know they're headed that way. There ain't nowhere really else they can really go. Right. Unless they just retreated back to where they were, which would be very typical, you know, um, just playing cat and mouse. But this was about a 70-yard walk for them and about a 350-yard walk for me. By the time I got there, so I don't see them, and I'm I'm about to the tree, and I just hear these wings scraping the ground, and I'm like, that's that's what that is, you know, and I don't really know where it's at or anything, and I just see like a little glimpse of some feathers at the foot, you know, kind of a few yards there, and I'm telling you, like that turkey is strutting six yards from me, maybe mm-hmm. if that, 
there's nothing I can do. I mean, and I know immediately he does not know I'm here because the, the, the ground's so wet, and I kind of come up on top of this creek, walk down this little, it's like a ravine, you know how, like, you see roots and just dirt, and it's mm-hmm. just, you can just slip, which I know they're close, so I'm slipping. It's not like I'm just trying to hurry up and get there. So once I got back onto the, in these woods or whatever, this little strip of woods on the right side of the creek, I'm kind of, like, slipping. And then I see him, I mean, closest I've ever been to a live turkey. And I've been, I mean, you know, the 12-yard step shots away, but I'm talking, like, could have probably spit on him. And he had no idea I was in the world. He's just doing this and doing this. To the point, I, I mean, I can't shoot him because, I mean, I mean, I can't move or he's going to see me. But at the same time, I know he doesn't know I'm here because of all this stick stuff. And so I just sit there and watch him for, like, five minutes. Him and these hens, these hens have no idea I'm here. I mean, stupid close. And I pretty much kind of let them all turn this way and go walk backwards, kind of, or to the right, where I can sit down and shoot on the, around this when they come back and make a call and they, you know, yeah. kind of make a U-E and come back and I shoot them at a good 20 yards. So, um, but yeah, that was, and and I picked him up and went, oh my goodness, like, that's probably the biggest bears I've ever seen in my life. They're up there somewhere. Um. What they, they both of them were over an inch and three quarters. Yeah, I remember they were. I remember seeing. I remember in like the picture, yeah. you could tell how big they were. I I I, when I picked them up before I looked down. I went, "That's abnormally big." You know, I hadn't really looked, and I looked down. I went, hmm. I don't. I don't know if I've ever seen. I mean, I've seen a, a few over inch and a half, but I don't really get into like measuring them that much. I measure these. I was like, I, yeah. I don't know. This could be them two inch birds for all I know. Um, but getting into the story. Of the the 2023 hunt, same place, I would think the same situation. I'd I'd driven back by a couple more times and seen them in that field, seen them in these wood lines, see them, you know, near that creek and stuff. It's pretty open. You can see through the open field into into the open woods when it is open before the leaves get there. Didn't see them scratching around and stuff. um, But most of 23, from January on, I hadn't seen nothing. So I'm kind of like, hmm. And they had cut the timber on the opposite side of the field okay i know exactly what you're talking about because i remember we rode yeah and you were t- you were telling me about the timber being cut yep and i was pretty disheartened about that because i think there was turkeys roosted on there i don't know i never hunted over on that side but i can hunt both sides and um and this ain't but about 80 acres or so i would say on either side you ever take i don't really know um but it but it held a turkey or two it seemed so I hadn't seen one, and I was coming back from um, hunting with you. Uh, you had a draw at a place down here in Mississippi. Um, you and Jordan hunted it a day or so, and then me and you went back because the, the regular part opened after that, I think, or something like that. I don't remember how Mississippi's rules went. Yeah, yeah you had, I, I had to have a draw. No, I think we had the draw, and the day we hunted was the first day it opened up to really public yeah. night draw. It was something like that, yeah. And... um. Pretty much, uh, I think it was on the way home. I wound up taking a weird route to get home, and I was like, screw it. Might as well turn this into a 10-hour trip, you know, and I was like, it was about 4.35 or so. No, it was later than that. I'm sorry. It was probably 6.30. I don't remember what time it gets dark in the spring, but about an hour and a half from fly-out time, I would say. And I'm riding down this field line, and I'm on the blacktop, kind of just looking, 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 I see a dang strutter out there i'm like are you serious because the, the opening day is tomorrow and i'm like oh my gosh i am ecstatic at this point and um because i really didn't th- i didn't have nowhere to hunt because the public wasn't open so it was like i mean yeah what do you do and um so i'm sitting there and i go ahead and text the other guy who can hunt it it's a family friend of theirs who i talked to before and he's got a son it's youth weekend and um I hadn't texted him since they went hunting to see if they killed anything or anything like that because we've been hunting. And um, but I, I told him you know, I plan on hunting it opening weekend. This was back in like February. I plan on opening opening weekend. After that, we're gonna be traveling so much. I don't I don't know, but I'll let you know regardless. Um, so they they've youth hunted it once. Um, and so I went ahead and texted him. I was like, plan on hunting here tomorrow. And, like, I'm telling you, there's no way he saw my text and then drove down the road, but I'm, like, sending it. 
And I see this little, like, side-by-side riding by, and that's what he's doing. He's going to see if there's a turkey in the field, too, because apparently he knew there was. I just hadn't yeah. ridden by at a good time to see it out there. And so he's he's talking. He, he said something like, I don't remember if the little boy missed or something or something along the lines. They, were, they weren't really planning on going out there anyways, what it wound up sounding like. And he has no idea this turkey's, I mean, it's 300 yards out in the field. It looks kind of like a dot unless you're actively looking for it. So I'm kind of... I, I I tried to. He might be listening to this. I tried to like. There's some dogs out in the field or something, and I was like, I I, I don't know whose dog that is. I keep seeing it or something, and I kind of changed the subject completely. Like before, you can say, "What are you doing? What are you looking at? Or how's it, how you see anything?" I'm just like immediately like, I'm trying to get to do this over here, <laughs> and I uh, really really curb that. And um, so he he drives on, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm already planning on hunting somewhere else in the morning." Um, you know, no big deal. Yada yada, and I'm like, "Okay, cool." You just do that. Yeah. Um, so lo and behold, it winds up monsoon in that morning. I wake up and I mean it ain't. You know, and it, I knew going to sleep that night, it's probably gonna be a late morning on it, if anything, if I'm lucky. And um, I don't remember what time it was. I get in this, but it's about ten. It's not even close. Um, after the rain stopped, kind of same thing. Got there, drove in the rain, got there and waited. Time pretty good, honestly. Probably uh, waited about ten minutes or something. Get down in there and get in this little bottom part of it, and go in there and have no idea if this turkey's out there. And I'm kind of just slipping, 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 not really wanting to call until I can, you know, hopefully he'll gobble. Um, hadn't heard it or whatever, and um, then he does sound off in the back, back corner. After a while, on his own or whatever, and I'm thinking, all right, he's here. We're good, you know. Avoid it because that, you know, you're running through so many thoughts in your mind, like. What if he did wake up? What if he was headed to hunt late and he did see it in there and then he came in here and he shot it and I don't know it. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm wasting time hunting a turkey that's dead and um, all that stuff's going through my mind and, and I hear him gobbling and I'm, everything's good for, you know, the rest of the day. I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I got something to hunt. And um, 24 hours before, I didn't think there was a turkey there to hunt, period. And um, Yeah, because I, I do remember <clears throat> I had to go somewhere the next morning. And I remember yeah. you were contemplating staying in Mississippi and hunting. I wonder if it was Texas. Like, as you left and then it may have came been. back to shoot that one, and yeah. that would have been the following week, yeah. It may have been, because um, I remember you were contemplating staying where we had that draw just because you said you didn't have anything yeah. in Georgia. Right. Ended up, and you ended up going home. Yep. So, I, yeah. And I was pretty bummed about that, because there was turkeys where we were hunting on the public land, but they had been hunting like four days in a row. I'm like, oh. Yeah. I'd hate to just not go home and make sure there's not a turkey on it, you know. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. Um, but, yeah, so so he, he sounds off in that back corner, and then um, I'm all ecstatic, and I, I kind of gain as much ground as I can, and then I kind of see him walking. He's not in the field or anything, but he's in the woods where the field's behind him, so I can see a silhouette pretty pretty good, and he, he kind of just busts on out there. Or I see a hen, and I'm looking at the binoculars, and I see him kind of rumble on out there in full strut, kind of still wet and stuff. I'm like, all right, here we go. Um, so, and, and I, this is my first ever attempt at self-filming anything. And I, y'all know I ain't no Mel Gibson or who, uh, Steven Spielberg or whoever produces these movies. I'm, I'm far from that. And, um, I'm good to remember the camera and to remember to turn it on and remember where I put it after I threw it. And, um, but lo and behold, I remembered to turn it on and all that stuff and, um, got some good footage of the leaves and my feet and all that, but it's on our YouTube, and it turned out to be a, a pretty, in, not informative, but a, a good little clip of, you know, real you know, unaltered hunting. Yeah, real life stuff. Yeah. So, um, so I'm slipping down here, and, and then um, he kind of moves off this back corner, and I try to, I, I think I, I wind up trying to get the high ground on him, getting up this mountain, and see if I call him up there. I got in a a little bit of a bind, I remember, because there wasn't, I couldn't hunt in the wide open, but I could hunt, you know, as it goes down, that little buffer area I'm talking about that, that we can hunt, me and that other guy, and I, I did verify with him, like, because he had the same permission from the same people I did, it's like, we just can't hunt the, the crop part, right? He's like, yeah, we, he's like, I hunt this all the time. Just don't get up out in there is what, they just don't want folks out in the middle of the field. Right. Probably more so messing up the, you know, the crops and stuff, I guess, I don't know. But um, but as it goes down to the back corner, that gets smaller and smaller and smaller. So the further he kind of works this way, the better. Further he works that way, 
no bueno, you know. Yeah. It's, it's going to be tough to call him across the creek at that point because the creek kind of hits that corner. And I can't shoot across the creek because that, at the very end, it ain't our property. Um, so, so I'm kind of in the middle where it starts thinning down, and I'm thinking, all right, I'm going to have to really call him either over here quickly or, you know, keep him. He, he come down, and they're going back. And I, I know for a fact where they're coming out because there's a crossing in that creek that's higher than anywhere else, and the creek kind of does this and that. I know that because I got schooled by a turkey the year before, and I did not think a turkey crossed right there, and it did. And it saw me before I could shoot him. And um, so I know for a fact where they were coming in and out at, and I know they were between me and that point, so I couldn't get to their little crossing. And so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of at a standstill, and, and I caught a time or two, not much, maybe twice, you know, just kind of a little bit of a Hail Mary. Maybe I can just make it easy. Maybe, maybe they want to hear. He didn't want to walk over here. But um, they answered, or he answered, and the hands kind of started moving the other way. And so I get up on a high point. And then that's a good a good little chunk of time passes, and I don't hear nothing. And I've lost sight of them. I've lost sound of them, and I don't know where they're at. And I really don't want to bump them because it's the only one I got to hunt. So I'm kind of just sitting there hanging out, hanging out, and thinking, hoping, you know, a crow or something sound off. And I want to say I actually even turned turn the camera, little GoPro or whatever I had around. was like, all right, update, because I had none on one of these. And it's like, y'all just know it's raining. Um, here's what happened, yada, yada, what I just said. And... um. I'm, I'm going to go up to the top and see if I can hear down on the other side. Well, about halfway up, crow sounds off and it gobbles it in, and he is exactly, you know, where I was about to walk, A, which is would not have been great, but um, but he's on top of this long ridge that's on top of this mountain, and I'm um, assuming he's with the hens. But he, he, he answered that crow. I don't think I called real, real quick. After that, I, I think I tried to let him gobble a time or two so I can get a better pinpoint. I don't like calling if I don't. I like knowing what their possible moves could be before right. I let them know what my possible moves could be. Let them give sense. away their position before yeah. you do. And uh, I, I got the range that he could be in now, but I, I would much rather have a pinpointed, you know, what he's doing. Um, which way, if he gobbles once, you know where he's at. If he gobbles twice, you know which way he's probably going. And that's a big difference when it comes to what you what you're going to do next. So. So I let him gobble. He gobbles three or four times, honestly. So he's, in my mind, he, he has bred a hen or two, and he's trying to get some more. I'm like, we're in a good spot. So I get up here, and then we're not necessarily in the best of spots because he is very close to that crest. And eventually, I mean, he's, he's I would say, a handful of steps away walking right to seeing the whole side of the mountain. I'm just going to be sitting there looking back up at him. So I'm hoping he doesn't hear my footsteps doesn't you know has no inclination at all that there's something enticing on the side i, I pray to god handle yet behind me because it's yeah. not going to be good because i'm i'm still 80 yards from the top wind up getting within you know 20 yards of it safe and sound he's he's still there hadn't bumped yet that i know of and then i sit there and um i do think i call once or twice maybe on the walking up after i got within 40 i'm thinking you know if he gets to the top and looks over I at least got a chance to call him a little ways closer and take a shot if I need to, but I'm not going to be necessarily – I'm going to be real close to a tree and behind something if I do call, and I did a couple times he answered, which was good. But I had to hurry up because now he, he, if he's coming, he's going to come home. So I, I ease on up a little bit, kind of doing this weird little crouch deal, you know, trying to trying to go uphill and slow and not drop anything and not make a move but not be loud. Um, and, um, and, and this is – the the woods in Georgia are so much different than Mississippi that the leaves are huge. And they're all they're all it's always dry, it's never really humid up there, so it's always mm-hmm. dry. Even though it just rained, these leaves are still somehow making noises. I'm thinking, okay. Which granted about two hours has passed. So I mean, give or take, they might have dried out a little bit, but so I'm starting to make noise like he he's gobbling and I think he's gobbling at my footsteps and I'm like, All right, I need to hurry up and pick a tree at this point. Pick a tree. Um I'm thinking no calling, you know, just scratch scratch his leaves. He's answering every time I scratch the leaves, he'd hammer. And I'm like, maybe that's coincidental. I do it again, he'd hammer. He's like, all right. He knows, he thinks turkey's on his side, so that's good. Um, waited out, never crest. Still, still on the same spot. He's just moving left and right at this point. Um, I'd be willing to bet he, he ain't bred all the hens. He ain't ready to leave them. He's just kind of just showing out and gobbling at this point. 
And um, so I ease up, ease up, ease up. Now I can see the crest. And now we're good. I, I feel confident I can talk him to the top more than talking him over the whole deck on thing. Um, get up there and, and kind of slip around this log. And, of course, I, leave, I do leave the camera on, which was a, a plus for me. Um, so you can kind of barely see a, a boot or something, kind of get over this log and get right where I'm talking about. And um, and I got my gun up and stuff like that, and I, I scratched a couple more times, and, and I don't know if he answers or he might drum to it or something like that. But then he, I, I can see his head at that point, just bobbing here and there, and he'd go down for a little while, strutting him, assuming he'd come up and walk a little ways. And the more, the more I did move or scratch or anything like that, the more he'd work up, work up. And at that point, I knew he, he knew about me. He knew where my location was. He was probably going to, you know, come on over. And, um, he gets pretty daggum close, and I can't. I hadn't seen the the full beard yet. I know the the I saw on the field yesterday and that morning was a long beard, but I've had some wilder stuff happen. So I mm-hmm. wanted to make sure I saw a swinging beard, and um, something he was walking right in line with a, a laid down log or something. You can't see none of this on video or nothing, but I remember the way he was walking. He was out of strut and walking, and I couldn't see. It, it stopped right where a Jake's beard was stopped. So I don't really know if it's sticking out or hanging down or. Really nothing, and then finally he he moves aside or something. I see it on the bottom. I'm like, all right, that's long beard. And no sooner than I saw that, he started, you know, smelling a rat. He was like, huh, you know, yeah. he's getting pretty close now, and he hadn't seen nothing, and he's starting to be able to see that side of the mountain and hadn't seen a hen yet. Not not to mention this kid. I don't know how how hard they hunted this turkey. Right. You know, the week of these week and stuff like that. And he very well could have been there watching me shoot his buddy the year before. I don't know. He 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 wasn't stupid. That's for sure. But he, he started, you know, the jig is up pretty quick, and it started kind of, I heard a putt, and I went, oh, Lord, because, you know, he he just now got to where I can see the upper half of his body. He ain't got to go far down for me to not see anything, and there ain't much you can do at that point. Um, luckily, he didn't run down. He just ran right. So, <laughs> he's, oh, he didn't run. He just, you know, started picking up, mm-hmm. you know, putting and looking at putting and looking. And and I, I picked a spot. I'm like, if he gets on this side of the tree, and as long as he don't cut down the other side, you know, it's wide open. Luckily, he just, he zigged when he should have zagged, you know. But um, but he hasn't dug on this purse, too. I don't know. I mean, they were inch and a half something. I don't know. But it must be genetics in that little knoll and big foothill. But he has some, I mean, he hung on a limb pretty, pretty good, pretty easily. <clears throat> yeah, I don't, I remember seeing the picture, but I, I don't know that I can ever forget the picture of the one you're talking about the same place two mm-hmm. years ago or the year before though yeah i don't know if it's mm-hmm. the, the area or what but and, yeah. and there's some different places that that we've noticed i know we've talked about it that the turkeys always have bigger spurs yeah. than others well i've always found and i'm no biologist by all means but the longest spurs i've seen i mean heck i've seen an inch and a half ones in texas where yeah. this dries all get out but not many, and but you know the sharp ones that aren't broken off are usually you know swampy areas and right. stuff like that. Um, you got those like pearly kind of looking spurs with the pearly toenails, and you know it's got a white everything to it. I see a lot of those when I hunted up, you know, around you know north central Mississippi, and then even into North Alabama, I'd see a lot of those. Never really saw them down here in the South, but right. um, you, you see those the blacker spurs or. I'd say some look almost pink and they have a black tip. Right. I see a lot of those around the Port Gibson, like the southern part of Mississippi for some reason. I don't I don't know, but it, it is almost like I do remember thinking back you know, several years, probably over 10 years ago, I killed multiple at the same spot, like literally same little corner of the same property, two or three in the same year there when you laid in that ant bed. Um, and all three almost had identical looking spurs. They're all like, they're, they're good. I mean, between inch and inch and a quarter but they all looked the exact same they had the same little tip you know it had to have been something to do with genetics i would think oh, but yeah. correlation versus causation they're eating the same thing they're in the same habitat you know they might not be genetically well that's what i mean i don't connected know if it's at all genetics or if it's terrain but it's got to be one of the two yeah i mean i mean it could be luck i don't you know oh yeah and it could be but. i don't know how all that works but but i would definitely think terrain plays part of it because the, the sharp I, I don't like them little inch ones that are still real sharp that's the ones that caught up in your glove accident, and I learned real quick a couple times. One, I got a, one on each hand that's pretty daggum deep from those one inches that'll get up in there and 
Start twisting that glove. I was about to say, you remember I dislocated my ring finger <laughs> on one of our hunts. It was swollen for that gone seven months. I know. That's, I grabbed one like you're talking about, and he got caught in my glove, and mm-hmm. it, the glove came off everything but around my ring, and it pulled it down. I finally got that thing off, and my finger stayed swollen for probably seven months yeah. for real. It really did. That's funny. I mean, not funny, but. That's funny now. Wow, did that would happen, but no, I've had some. Some bad luck grabbing by the feet, and when you think they're done flopping, and they ain't, and they have one more hoorah, mm. and they get—if you ain't wearing gloves, you can let go. But if you're wearing gloves, you let go, and they don't—they don't. It's lose. still there. That's not a good feeling because you don't really know what to do. You can't really rewind it. Um, but no, it was a good little place, and you know, it, I do. I was thinking about the other day. I was like, I wonder if they've cut that or anything like that, or you know, if there's more turkeys there. Because I never really had time to go back and check. I think me and Chase went back. It was the week after I shot that one we mentioned in the very beginning, which was the second one. Yeah, there's only two bird limit Georgia, yeah. so I couldn't hunt. Chase came, Chase came up, filmed that one, and then he bought a license, and I was like, we can go check this place. I don't I have no idea. I don't think we heard anything, but it wasn't a good morning. Um, we actually checked the side they cut, and wasn't nothing there that we saw. Saw some tracks and stuff, but wasn't nothing hitting that morning. But, nah, it's, um, that's some good hunts up in Georgia. Two, two of the bigger tracks you ever shot was there. One had a... Twelve and a half inch beard, and one had an inch and three quarter inch spurs. Yeah, I ain't never seen neither of those until then. Same year, get two, and that's the two I got. Pretty cool. Yeah, but I'll be alright with some inch spurs and nine inch beers till I die. Yeah, don't that that doesn't matter to me. But I Full think me and you were horrible about it. That how long is beer nine inches? I mean, yeah, very well, maybe eleven. It could be eleven inch beer. I'm not like. I think we'll give on nine and a half. I always go to the half, nine and a half. Yeah, I've, I'm the same way. I don't – neither one of us. If it's really thick, for some reason, I think it's now it's 10. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't, you know. Don't measure them, just guess. Yep. Measure, I measure that beer and I measure those birds. I don't know if I'll ever get – I was curious. Most of them you see and you know that's a – Yeah, that's what know, I'm saying. You can tell. A, a normal it, turkey, but if I see something – or if I, if I had a seven-inch beard, I'd want to measure see how short it was, right. you know, just an oddity. Um. But no, it's um yeah, I don't we just go generic. That's not enough. Yeah. It's spurs. But and then um both I wanna say both turkeys I shot up there had some, some cool coloration of the feathers too. One of them one I killed with Drew that had the real long beard was black. Black as mm-hmm. night. This uh, this uh, that one. Um which is fan, you can't really tell, but it's, it had a coal tint to it, real flat black. Um and then that one in the middle is the one that had the long spurs. I remember he had that white on his tail fan. It's crazy. I don't. This ain't like a, a braggadocious wall. We just thought it'd be cool to make. But I see. I think y'all helped me put it up and was talking about labeling. I was like, brother, I know exactly which every single fan yeah. is. I can tell you where I was, the date, which turkey that is from that turkey, and every single one of them I know. That's still one of my favorites, though. It's from three or four years ago. It's like a hybrid looking one. That's from out west, though. We need, to, we need to have a whole series of just, you got a 10-minute story on these. <laughs> what 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 happened, and, and don't get down to rabbit holes, and we'll talk about them. But. Don't, get no, don't get into rabbit holes. It's going to be tough for us. Have we ever avoided them? Not that I know of, that's for sure. Um but without getting on another rabbit hole, you got anything else you want to drop in there? I just want to tell these two quick stories and remind y'all that these these are podcasts, but they're also video cast. So we, uh, if you, if you're listening to this in your car, you can also, uh, I guess, if you really want to watch us talk about it, you can watch us talk about it on the YouTube. But you can at least see the hand motions, right? I mean, if I'm talking about an Omega in a creek, I mean doing this. Yeah. Um, might be hard to visualize that otherwise, or. Um, if y'all starting to, um, if I trip my words up on the property I was hunting, just know that this was the, this was the side I could hunt. This was the side I could right. not hunt. I'm on this side, you know, I've got some hand motions to show. I don't know how it comes out whenever it's just audio, but, um, but yeah. And, and another incentive is that it does release on YouTube first. So, um, if you're watching this, you know, upon release, you get a good, you know, heads up on it and, um, and you get. You know, pretty conveniently watch what we're talking about because everything we're going to be covering in these bulk episodes that we're recording, me and Seals or me and Chase, Chase Seals, that we're talking about these hunts. Um, so far, we've just dived into the ones that are 
already on there. In the coming weeks, we're going to be releasing the ones that aren't on YouTube and releasing those videos. And those are a little better, more conscious of what we're doing at that point. Some of these need a podcast to go with it because there's no other way you would know what's happening. Um, but we're putting them on there anyway because that's how it really happened. But um, it, it definitely has a little – an explanation goes a long way on some of them, I would say. Yeah. But some of the some of the later season ones that we haven't talked about at all yet – like I knew we we FaceTimed on that one you mentioned, so I knew you'd kill one. I just didn't know many details. Yeah, Some of these it. I'm like, I don't even know if I've told anybody this yet, you know. Um saying something that you've killed, I know you killed them, but that's it. Yeah, there's there's a lot that that goes into some of these we're gonna hit that Yeah. I don't know that I've told anybody mm-hmm. just because I Yeah. Not any negative, just 'cause you normally me and you're the ones that talk about it in our after we made our pact. Yeah. Just that and Hadn't mentioned yeah. it. So, so some of these are going to have the, the video come out. I don't know the order, but the video will come out within very close timing of the podcast that we're talking about it. And that's when it'll get good. That we're, that's going to be around the Januarys and stuff yeah. when folks are really focusing on turkey hunting and, and we're getting to really talk about stuff that we, we you know, that hadn't already been seen and stuff. Some of these videos we're talking about already have 50,000 views, you know, so folks listening to this might go, well, I don't know that was going to happen. Oh, yeah. I, I, Right. That was already up there, so um, so what we're recapping this first half is uh, is, is stuff that's already been on the on the channel, um, put up there on a whim the whole hunt, and then we'll put a, a more condensed version for folks who have a timely schedule to attend. Um, they don't have to sit there and watch all hour and a half of it; it'll be a quick one. But nonetheless, you know, I'm I'm, I'm glad you're listening to this. We definitely appreciate it. I hope you're getting your mind right, just like we are, because um, it, it won't be long now. Mm-mm. That might be the first time I've said that, but all year. I know towards February I'm saying it near about ten times a day and just telling myself it won't be long. Yeah, you're talking to yourself to just calm down. Yep. It's not be long. Just hold on to it. Um we we almost there. So the the focus is shifting, the mindset is drifting. And um and it it won't be long now. I I was gonna, I was waiting <laughs> on you to say. Yep. But anyways, thank you all for tuning in. We hope y'all will um Share the uh, share the word, kind of tell other folks about our podcast. We definitely appreciate it. Um, each and every one of y'all who've rated it, definitely, definitely appreciate that. And uh, and sharing the stories, whatnot. Um, if you want to learn more, check us out on social media at Spring Legion across the page, and um, and also we got a website springlegion.com. Got some cool stuff coming out this spring. This um, whole new whole new ball game from what we're used to. So uh, we're enjoying it. And um, some of it's racking our brain, but some of it is um, is a lot of fun to tinker with and design and stuff like that. It's stuff that we wanted to, that we would like to hunt with, that we now have the opportunity to to make and produce. And and so far, I think other folks are are taking on pretty good and, and liking what we're doing. So, oh, yeah. um, check that out, springlegion.com. I ain't got nothing else. We'll see you next week.